It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Let's welcome tonight's guest. He's so patriotic, his prom date was the Declaration of Independence. His book, American Crusade, comes out May 19th. Fox and Friends Weekend co-host Pete Hegseth. He's as tasty as the dish he's named after. Comedian and host of the new podcast, Everyone is Awful on Barstool Sports, Jim Florentine. She's mean and lean and acts like a teen. Host of Sincerely Cat on Fox Nation, Cat Tip. <laughs> and he showers at Niagara Falls. My massive sidekick and host of Nutset on Fox Nation, Tyrus. All right. Pocahontas, more like no Cahontas. Liz Warren ended her bid on Thursday after a dismal primary performance. She didn't even win her home state of Massachusetts. In fact, she came in third. And I think Joe Biden should thank her, though, for her campaign. She did two things. She stayed in, which hurt Bernie by stealing support from him. And she destroyed Bloomberg in that hilarious debate. You got to hand it to her. She takes down old white men faster than gout. And as usual... She's blaming it all on sexism, which is weird because it's her party who's rejecting her, meaning Democratic men and women didn't like her. Must have been hard for Liz to come to terms with letting go. But honestly, the victim stuff from her and her her supporters and the sexism stuff, I just she is a famous millionaire. Yes. And she's managed to be a famous millionaire as someone who apparently didn't realize she was white until she was well into her 60s. Okay? That is not a tragic story. That is remarkable. Yes. And I, I just, I hate it because as a woman myself, I have faced issues that in, involving sexism mm-hmm. and things because I am a woman. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't help that cause because if you just use it as excuses and you don't take responsibility that cheapens all the women who have faced these things for real so you're not pushing women forward you are exploiting pain to push yourself forward and moving women back and i don't appreciate that yeah and you know you know if she can't endorse a man because remember you don't want to have any – there are too many men running. She should endorse Tulsi, but she's not going to do that, Jim, is she? She's not no. going to – yeah. She, well, she sounds like another famous politician that blames everybody but herself. <laughs> yeah. Another female. Yeah. <laughs> uh, doesn't she? Yes. I can't think of her name. She should actually get another DNA test to see if she's related to Hillary. <laughs> oh. You know, I'm – Look, maybe she dropped out. She wants to spend more time with her tribe. We don't know. You know, maybe she misses it. Who knows? <laughs> Tyrus, the thing that they, the thing she, she says that, it, like, it is sexism, but this, the her problem was she wasn't likable. The women didn't want her. Well, you know, every time I don't get my way, it's racist. So. <laughs> so, it's those tricky know, old I, I white mean, women. Yeah, I mean, I just... No one knows how to lose with dignity anymore. Yes. Like, it wasn't one person. It was several states that decided, thank you, ma'am, but no. Yes. And 
We see that all the time, but, but that's the way it works now in the media, mm-hmm. where she was wronged. But they never blame. They blame them and they. They don't say, hey, America. Yeah. Or Democrats. You Democrats, you didn't vote for this person. It's, it's the same thing with how they're like, Joe Biden has all this momentum. And it's like he hit six threes in the fourth quarter over Bernie, who was in foul trouble. He just moved to a different state. That's all that happened. If they would have started in South Carolina, he would have been the front runner. Mm-hmm. They started in Iowa, and Iowa happened to like Bernie better. Yeah. And Buttigieg. But, but, I mean, but I'm just saying, like, it's not momentum. Yeah. States have, I know this is going to be crazy media, people with different ideas mm-hmm. and different things they like. So maybe he did well in these states, but he, they still got more states to go. It's not over. And they might feel a different way. And yeah. would that be, oh, no, oh, steal by Bernie. Mm-hmm. He gets in, goes in front. It's not a game. Mm-hmm. It's pe- American people make choices based off what's best for them in their situation. Mm-hmm. It's not momentum. It's just a different state. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't, it wasn't sexism. You just didn't relate. Yeah, exactly. Oh, there Ooh, you go. Good one. Damn. All right, yeah. yeah. That's it. I'm good I, with that. Yeah. <laughs> Pete? Yeah. She also, she wanted to be the first in it being the most woke. And I'm noticing that the people who are trying to be most woke, trying to appeal to the loudest voices on Twitter, they're not doing well. Because it's not authentic. Yeah. And, and that's the reason why everyone thought she'd get out of the race. And because she had a bromance with Bernie and they're both these far lefties, she would endorse him. Except, oh, by the way, she saw him fading. She doesn't want to endorse a guy who's now losing. Yeah. So it turns out I can bend on my progressivism because I never really believed it that much to begin with. Mm-hmm. That's why she lost to Bernie, because she was the fake socialist. Yes. Exactly. Even though she is a socialist, she was willing to bend at any time. And people went with the original gangster mm-hmm. in Bernie Sanders. True. Went, why would you go for the cheap one? The poor yeah. man's Bernie. Bottom line is, when it came to Liz Warren, it was America who had reservations. Oh! <laughs> what? If, uh, you could have seen. You could have seen that line. It's like it was like a frisbee in the desert. You could yeah. see it from like six miles away, coming right at you. All right, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. I'm Guy Benson. Join me weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the free podcast at GuyBensonShow.com. It's really quite lame to leave your bed for a game. True, it's too much effort to wake up and walk over to their desk to play video games. And got a furniture company in Japan has created a bed that comes with a desk for your gaming screen. A thing to hang your headphones on and a cup holder. It can run you over a thousand bucks. The only thing the bed doesn't come with is a toilet. But there is that cup holder, which for me will do just fine. Now, I love this bed, but video games don't interest me unless someone came up with games that I would enjoy. For example, get another tattoo with Pete Hedseth. Yeah. Cover my entire body. Lose Jasper. I believe the I believe the goal. I believe the goal here is to lose Jasper. And finally, escape from Lou Dobbs' hot tub. The twist is you really don't want to escape. You find that out in the end. Figuratively, that is. Cat, you're dating some guy. He invites you back to the apartment. You like him. He opens the door. You walk in. You see the gaming bed. Do you run screaming out? Or do you say... I would do be stunned yes. for a while. Maybe throw up. Yeah. Um, but... This wouldn't happen because no one with that bed would be talking to a girl, okay? <laughs> I don't want to be mean, yes. but this bed might as well be a coffin because these people <laughs> are living so little 
they're basically already dead. Mm. I don't mean if you're playing video games. I mean if you need this bed because you feel like you're wasting too much time walking to another part of the room that you could be playing more video games. You're not alive. That's not a life. You could die and literally be in hell and be like, this level's hard. You wouldn't even notice. (laughs) But not to be mean. Tyrus. What's the difference? People watch Netflix in bed. Why can't you do this? I am pro gaming bed. There, well, I said this it. This is literally an audition for my 600 pound life. Like, oh. you, once you get on that bed, you don't move. You lay in bed and eat. You literally, you can email a, your catfish friend in Vietnam and play your game. And there's two screens, so you don't feel as lonely because no one else is next to you. I mean, it's just. This is where we're at. But you know when I think about it? Yeah. This is less traffic for me at the park. Yeah. Less people I got to deal with at the zoo. Mm-hmm. Go on, lay in bed and play a video game and think you're in the real world. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I, I, this is what we're inventing. This is where we're at. Mm-hmm. What you could do to stay more in bed. Yes. You know, like, why get up to the refrigerator when you can lay there and scream, Ma, I'm out of onions, Ma. <laughs> you know, like. A refrigerator in your bed. Like, people work hard to be active and healthy, and this promotes just oh. expanding on the bed and laying there. Jim, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go pro on this one. I think, you know, somebody sits in their bed, you know, this is a way to de-stress, keeps you from doing other things. I well, can't. I noticed they only made a single bed. They didn't make a double bed. They didn't make a king or queen because they know any kid that's going to buy this has got no shot of getting a woman in that bed. <laughs> so there's no reason to make a big bed. Yeah. No, yes. that's great. Yes. That's great. That's right. 100% P- right, yeah. I, I am with you Yeah. because I think every teenager ever has had some variation of the video gaming bed. That's true. I had a bed. Mm-hmm. It had a table near it. Mm-hmm. I put the big box TV on it yeah. and my Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And if the cord would reach far enough, I could lay back a little bit. Yes. It just made it easier and more convenient Oh, man. Me. That's different. I think- sorry, Greg. I'm sorry, but that's different. <laughs> I put it I had the same. I had to invent. You had, I had to be clever. Too. You had to build forts. And then your mom <laughs> took it away because it wasn't right. And you were living a filthy lifestyle. And you need to go outside and play. That's- she didn't say, hey. I got a better idea. Let's make it all inclusive so I never have to see you again. <laughs> well, that went into a dark Fair. area. You know, but I you admitted to having a gaming bed. Yeah, because yeah. I had to use inventions and borrow chairs and kitchen utensils. <laughs> right, you know, they got a screen like right above the bed. They got a place to eat right here. Yeah. You know, it sounds like a studio apartment in New York City. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Everything's right there. Yeah, exactly. And man, if it's adjustable, imagine. Of course it is. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what I'm imagining. Yeah, Maybe I'm I should just leave there. it in the dark part of my brain <laughs> where it will die. Thanks, Pete. Jim Florentine, Kat, Tyrus, our studio audience. I'm Greg Eppold. I love you, America.
I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in free-fall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.